who are you outside of all the roles that you have, outside of all of your accomplishments, outside of all the things that you do? Who are you at your core? Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a former pastor and a serial entrepreneur who's passionate about personal growth because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth, and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hey friends, welcome back to Inspiration Rising. It's great to have you with me. Now, as many of you know, I experienced intense burnout in 2003 as a pastor, but it also resulted in a breakthrough that I don't think that I could have experienced otherwise. Now, I'm not suggesting, hey, you should go through a burnout in order to experience a breakthrough, but if you are going through a burnout, if you know somebody's going through a burnout, right, you don't want to waste that experience. You don't want to just get better and then go back to your same, you know, methods of or strategies of experiencing life. You want to have some sort of breakthrough, something that transforms you. Now, I'm going to tell you, I still love to work hard. I love creating inspiring content through this podcast, Inspiration Rising. I love helping people save time and create amazing social media through Rise Up Creatives. And of course, I love consulting female business owners through the Rise Up Business Academy. And yet, I'm very committed to cultivating peace in my life. I can be busy, but I also can be peaceful. I am taking better care of my body now, probably than ever before. And I sleep eight to 10 hours a night. That is definitely one of my secrets to doing all that I do. And I love spending time with my family more than anything else. Now, I say all that because the topic of burnout is very important for entrepreneurs and business owners because many of us are driven type A people who want to do big things in the world, right? We want to not only grow our business, but oftentimes we just want to make a difference in whatever product or service that we're offering. Well, today I'm excited to introduce you to the author of a brand new book called Burnout to Breakthrough. It's available on Amazon starting today, actually. That is not coincidental. We planned that. And her name is Erin Nicole Porter. She's a spiritual business coach. She's a master practitioner and trainer of NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, and host of the Energetics of Business podcast, which I am honored to have uh, been interviewed by her recently. So she was a hustler back in the day. Okay, she was go, go achieving, you know, person, high achieving, lots of energy. But she found that the less perfection that she was focused on trying to make everything, you know, look great, be great, be, you know, just perfect. She started letting go and surrendering and running her business more from her soul and the divine feminine. And it allowed her to skyrocket to a now multi six figure brand. I really like Erin and what she's all about. And I would definitely encourage you to pick up her new book, Burnout to Breakthrough, and you can find the link in our show notes. Now, if you find this conversation to be helpful, 
Will you do a couple things? One, will you subscribe so that you make sure you get all of our episodes? We put out generally two episodes a week. Right now we put one out on Monday and another one out on Wednesday. And I want to make sure that you get all of those delivered to your device. And also, will you spread the word? Will you tell someone else about the inspiring, incredible female entrepreneurs and business owners that we feature here on Inspiration Rising? Because I want more and more people to hear about these incredible women. All right, so tell somebody, hey, do you listen to Inspiration Rising? If not, pull up, pull out their phone and search up you know, for it on their uh, podcast app, whichever one they have, and tell them to hit subscribe. All right? Awesome. Hey, let's jump into this interview with Aaron Nicole Porter. Aaron, thank you so much for taking some time to hang with me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, David. Well, we are talking about burnout. And I have some experience in that area myself. Um, but I'd love to hear from your perspective, like take me to the moment where you experienced burnout. When did you most I think most of us that experience burnout, it's like oh my gosh, I'm here. Like, this is the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, it's, I'm done. Like, what was that moment for you? Yeah, it's so interesting as as you share that. My mind goes back to, there was so much burnout happening unconsciously throughout my entire life. So ever since I was a little girl, I was very high achieving, wanted to do all the things all of the time, even had like three goals before I started kindergarten um, to tie my shoes, ride my bike without training wheels, be able to blow like a bubble with bubble gum. And from, from that point on, it had always just been how much can I do? How much can I take on? Uh, how many jobs can I work? How many things can I be involved in? How many leadership roles? And just always having so much where I was working 16 hour days or um, sometimes even more than that, all the way from, you know, high school, college, uh, grad school, and even into starting my, my first job after that and running my business. And as that was kind of kicking off. So there was this culmination my entire life um, of just really pushing, forcing, hustling, go, go, go. And I would go to the doctors when I was younger and I'd be like, I'm in you know, so much pain. I don't feel good. I'm tired all the time. And they're like, well, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. And then I got mono um, when I was in high school and I had an enlarged spleen and was hospitalized for a week mm-hmm. and had then chronic fatigue syndrome from that, from that standpoint. And then uh, later on in life developed uh, pretty heavy adrenal fatigue. And so even then after experiencing Epstein-Barr virus and chronic fatigue syndrome, still going back to doctors saying like, I don't feel good. I'm tired all the time. Like I just, I can't describe it, but I don't think I'm supposed to feel this way. And they're like, oh, you're fine. It's just stress. You have too much on your plate. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm fine. I'll just keep going and pushing through. And then finally, I so I used to do um, uh, figure competitions, like bikini competitions, and also had disordered eating prior to that. So this culmination of hustling, going, not treating my body in a way that was supportive to it, and never saying no, not having good boundaries. I hit a point um, a few years ago, it's probably 2016, when I was like, I can't do this anymore. I cannot like keep operating. Like something's not okay. My body was exhausted all the time. I had no energy. I was tired. And that was kind of just my cue of like, 
I need to go get support with this and begin to heal it. And I need to leave this career path where you're basically praised for how much you can do and how many hours you can work. And that's when I was like, I'm going full in with my business at that point. And five years later, we are here. We are here. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. So that moment when you said, okay, this is too much, like, what did you do? Like that kind of like took you to the night was it going to therapy? Was it going to spiritual directors? Was it reading? Like what helped you unpack all of that compulsion? Yeah. Um, it was really diving into like inner child work and inner child healing where I was like, wow, I am doing this. I'm putting so much pressure on myself. I'm hustling and doing all these things to like earn love and receive love. And when I was working, you know, with a mindset coach back when I had this realization, you know, she asked me who, like, who is it that you're trying to earn love from? Like, which parent did you have to try to prove yourself to? And I broke down into tears. And I'm like, I'm doing all of this so unconsciously, because there's a part in my system that's still looking for that validation from that um, being reaffirmed from, you know, caregivers from my parents to receive that love. And so that was like the moment where I'm like, okay, I can't keep operating this way. I need to dive in after doing, you know, personal development work, then realize, okay, that we have about a million other layers underneath of that. And that's where I then dove into next. Yeah. So for me, I started realizing that I was burning out um, my senior year of college. I had uh, my goal was to walk across the line at graduation twice with a BA and an MA in four years. Mm. I wanted like that master's to, you know, and so I got married in between my junior and senior year of college. We lived on campus. I was a teacher's assistant for a professor providing like editing and questions in the back of his book. I was the head photographer for our yearbook and newspaper. I've done photography for eight years straight in the dark rooms and all this stuff, worked for a newspaper. I worked for Nabisco, um, stocking cookies and crackers on the shelves to make money. And I was taking a massive load in order to finish my master's um, by my senior year. And I ended up walking the line twice. And I was so burned out. I had about 75% of my master's thesis done and I couldn't do the last 25%. I just couldn't mm -hmm. do it. Like with all, I was just like, no, I don't want to do it. And so I ended up calling them back and saying, I'm not going to finish it. I'm just not going to finish that master's. I did all of the coursework. I did 75%. I'm not going to do it. And I realized, oh my gosh, why am I doing all this stuff? Like, what is this all about? And kind of had my first little burnout there, you know, right after college. And I started realizing more and more, wow, I'm really compelled to get that A for my dad. You know, like I really... I would bring home the the B in math and it would be like, okay, well, you know, hey, let's get that up to an A or I get an A minus on a test. And I was like, could, could you not, you know, what, what was, you know, hold you back? I get an A plus a hundred percent. And he jokingly say, um, was there extra credit? You know? And I realized it was his positive intention of pushing me to excel, but it was causing, my reaction to that was causing this internal, you know, compulsion mm -hmm. uh, that frankly, I didn't fully deal with I'm sure I'm still dealing with it, but I didn't fully deal with it until 12 years ago when I had like a major breakdown after being a workaholic for mm -hmm. 10 years as a pastor, total workaholic. And 12 years ago, I shifted that and said, I can't be about performance. I've got to be about peace. 
I've got to cultivate peace in my life. Peace has to be the number one value above everything else. Otherwise, I'm not going to be a good husband, you know, parent, business owner, anything. So I'm, I'm with you. Like I, I know what this feels like. It's just, dang it, those childhood wounds. Yeah, totally. So you, um, so when your mindset coach asked you that, was it more your mom or your dad or a grandparent that was kind of that voice in your head? What was it for you? Yeah, it was definitely my my dad. You know, I I wanted to receive like that love. I wanted to receive that that connection and um I think something that we sometimes get caught up into when we're talking about this kind of stuff is, you know, he he was present. My my parents were divorced. It's not like he never came to anything or didn't validate me, but for how I received it in my system, it was like it wasn't the way that I needed to be attuned to as as a child. I very much uncovered along the way that I had a deep belief and a a deep like honesty of what was happening is I was never met the way that I needed to be met as a child. And that's not something that I could have even described to them that I needed right. that. Right. And I think that that's something that sometimes we get caught up into is like, oh, well, you know, my childhood wasn't that bad. And we kind of get into this like trauma comparing. And it's like what you went through and what I went through could have impacted us both so like in, in such a different way, even if we were in the same household. Mm-hmm. And so just really being able to like notice that for myself of like, oh, I just had all these unmet needs. And now these unmet needs are playing out in my life and me trying to prove everything to get that connection to get that rather than me just trying to like meet them myself really opening myself myself up to like receive that love and connection from myself from others and doing all the work that kind of led up to all of that Mm -hmm. for me i describe it as i have this like i had this and probably still do at some level a black hole in my heart uh, of not enoughness So you could tell me I was amazing and I excelled in all these different ways, but it just is like a black hole, you know? And until I filled that up myself and go, I'm enough just Mm -hmm. the way I am. I don't have to do or be anything else to be loved or enough. Like that's when that hole can kind of dissipate. Um, You write in your book, I love the sentence. I started to bring awareness to the mentality that I am a person who does something, not someone who does something to become a person. Mm-hmm. You're a person who does something, not someone who does something to become a person. Help me understand the difference between those two different approaches to life. Yeah, I think if anybody's listening to this and you're familiar kind of with the concept of like be, do, have. Um, so, you know, first we become the person that does the thing that then has the desired end result or is able to receive from that place. For so much of my life, I operated in that completely backwards. If I could receive the thing or do the thing to receive the thing, then I would become the person. Then I would be become the leader. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you go first in all of that. And when I realized that and I started becoming that person, rather than just thinking that I had to do those things, my life started to like like quantum leap a lot faster because I was showing up as that next level version of me. I was showing up as someone who had the love and the connection, the success, rather than trying to prove that to get it. I really had the big realization that things have to shift for me. I have to be the person that's the thing that then has it rather than have the thing, then do what I need to do, then become the person. So that's kind of like my, my breakdown of that. How, how do you do that? Like if, if 
someone's listening and they're like, yeah, I just don't like, I can't even imagine showing us is the B. Everything is just do, 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 right? I got to do these things. I got to meet these expectations. This can be even true if you're a stay-at-home mom that just like doesn't necessarily have a job outside the home, but it's just like, like all of a sudden it's like got to kid the kids in these certain activities and the kids have to have A's and I got to keep the house a certain way or I got to make these, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we can do this no matter however we're spending our time. How does those breakthroughs start to happen where I start to embrace I call it my true identity, you know, like that, that B part that you're saying, how do you, how do you do that? How do you get started? Yeah. I think, you know, the first thing that comes to mind with that is like, even thinking back to some of the childhood stuff that we were just talking about. So many of us were celebrated so much for what we did rather than who we were. Like, I mean, I remember being celebrated for my accomplishments, but there was never like a identity or essence of like the, that celebration, the celebration of like our, our being. And so for me, how it, you know, how I would say for somebody who's like, okay, yes, I, I am starting to get the concept here, but what does that really look like? Well, who out, who are you outside of everything that you do? And when I ask clients this and like, I'm like, who are you outside of your business? Like, who are you outside of all of your achievements? So like, uh, what Nothing. you know, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's like we we're so like tied into that, and so I'd say even just starting with recognizing for yourself, like, who are you outside of all of the roles that you have, outside of all of your accomplishments, outside of all the things that you do, who are you at your core, and really beginning to see yourself for that, beginning to recognize and honor and love and support that part of you is where you can begin to shift all of that because then you're not focused on all of the outside things or what you're doing. You're focused again on who you are and then thinking about wherever it is that you desire to go. So whether it's to be um, become, you know, a, a better mom or become a, uh, somewhere in your business, that next level version of you, let's call her like, you know, your highest self or, um, whatever that, that resonates with you. But it's like, how is she leading? How is she showing up? How is she responding? How is she reacting to things? How is she holding herself? How, what are the conversations? And that's always where I'm leaning myself into is thinking about, you know, who who is she at her at her core? And how can I begin to like align myself and not just show up from where I'm at right now, but from where it is that I desire to be? Hmm. Aligning myself with not just where I am, but where I want to be. So would you say that that even um, means that I'm taking actions in alignment with who I want to be? Yeah, I'm I'm not because if I try to do something from where I'm at right now, then I'm taking action from who I am in this moment. Yeah. And that's great. That'll move me forward. But if I want to experience a quantum leap, if I want to experience like that, that shift, that big next level, then I have to begin to show up as her now before she's here to be able to call that energy into me rather than waiting again, like doing the things to get to that level. Well, how can I show up for that now? So then it like propels me to get there. So you've used the word quantum leap a couple of times. Mm -hmm. um, And I know uh, spirituality is a major part of your coaching of business owners. How does spirituality play into me overcoming burnout, shifting into breakthroughs, embracing more of who I am? Like, 
how does spirituality, because we've been kind of more talking about therapy, but I'm hearing you say a quantum leap and that there's some kind of spirituality involved. Like, how does that help me? Yeah. From burnout to breakthrough. Totally. Well, I think, you know, whatever, whatever anybody connects into God, universe, spirit, source, higher power, whatever it is that everybody aligns with, like there's, um, there's a deepen, there's like a deepening and a trust in that. And also if we're, if we're looking at the quantum field, if we're looking at quantum leaps, quantum physics, uh, nothing really makes sense there, right? Like things just happen. Like an example I'll give is like, we make meaning of whatever is happening in the current reality that we live in. Yes. And in the quantum field, let's say an example with like money, the quantum field doesn't know the difference between a hundred dollars and ten hundred thousand dollars, you know, and, but we make meaning to it in the field that we're in now. So in like our, our 5d uh, or sorry, our 3d like reality, So if I'm wanting to play with the energy of where it is that I desire to go, then I have to kind of go into a realm of things that don't make sense, things that are not like logical, things that are potential, what's possible out in there. Mm -hmm. And if I'm always just thinking very much in like this, like linear, what can I do to receive? How much more can I do to receive? I'm going to hit a lot of burnout versus if I'm playing in this field of like, well, what if? Like what it, what, what might happen here or what might this feel like? I can get my mind into more of this infinity uh, loop and starting to play with that energy, which then snowballs. And so to kind of tie it with burnout, I think we're very conditioned in life to go, okay, what can I do to receive? What can I do to receive versus quantum field? Who can I be to receive from here? Because anything can happen when we're playing with quantum physics. So that's kind of hopefully that answers your question of no, like the good. connecting of everything together. So some of this is you know new information for me. I love this. So um, I can envision myself. I'm trying to restate it so I can understand it. Right. So I um, I, I could envision myself in a new way of uh, being, feeling about myself, feeling about others. I could envision myself experiencing and doing like things that I would. Like wouldn't make sense. Like you said, it's non-linear because mm-hmm. most of the time, if I'm thinking about growing my business, I'm going from step one, two, three, four, five, like in a growth pattern. Mm-hmm. And you're suggesting that I could go from one, two, three, ten, somehow in not just finances, but in the way that I experience the world, my own personality, my relationships. I think I'm saying that right. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So I can make this quantum jump. And part of making the quantum jump is seeing myself in that reality and like aligning myself with that reality and being that person right now. Mm-hmm. Am I getting that right? Yes, you have, you have nailed it. <laughs> okay. And so how do I do that? So like, for instance, will you mind coaching me for a minute? Is this okay? Okay. Yep. <laughs> so I just started this um, online resource called Rise Up Creatives, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a it's designed for primarily female entrepreneurs to, um, it's a it's a social media done for you resource where we provide images and c- template captions and a graphic design studio that's drag and drop. I've spent three months just pouring my entire life into this, okay, and my own money. And we just launched last week, and it's great. Everything's great, but it's you know starts out small, and in my head I go smart starts out small just like everything does. Right. So that's the story I tell myself. Starts mm-hmm. So this is going to be 
uh, slow growth with a lot of work. That's the story that I've been telling myself. Okay. So how could I see myself as a different person, different business growth consultant, different owner, different founder, not just having linear, slow growth, which it feels like that's how everything in my life has been. It's linear, slow growth to take that quantum leap as a new, you know, the owner of this new business and what I'm doing, like, what would, what would I need to do? Yeah. So I'd say my, my first question for you would be, okay, so where is it that you desire to go? Like what's the desired end result for, for this company? Sure. So whatever that might be, yeah. and then being able to, to play with that every single day. So you're not just playing from, let's say where your next step is, because yes. you will, you will get that you'll get your next step. Of course you will. Like, you know, you're very smart with business. You're going to take the action steps. You're going to do what it is that you need to do. And that will continue to get you onto the the next path. But if you're just looking from that next step ahead versus like, okay, my desired end result in three years is to be able to, let's just say like sell the company and like have amazing passive income coming in. Well, how is that person leading? How is that person showing up? How is that person making decisions? What is that person feeling? And like really being able to see, hear, feel what you're going to be doing there. Because what's happening is like if you see yourself like looking through your own eyes and looking at everything that's happening in that, and then you pull yourself out of it. So you see your body then in the picture doing all those things. Mm-hmm. What happens in the unconscious mind is the unconscious mind goes kind of like a, uh, what are those? like a rubber band where it's going to pull back and it's going to go, okay, now go get that sort of thing. When you see it through your own eyes and then you put yourself in the body of it, okay. it's going to go, let me go work for this. Let me go be beca- like, let me bring this into you quicker. But if you're just showing up from like the next level versus like the level 10 version, mm-hmm. then you, you keep, you keep getting that. Yeah. So hopefully that this answers that a little bit. So am I envisioning myself from a third person perspective, that individual in the future? Cause like the, the immediate goal that I have with this business is 3,500 subscribers mm-hmm. at $25 a month. Okay. So that's a million dollar business. That's just a fun, that's just a fun goal. Right. Mm-hmm. So 3,500. So do I envision myself in the future from a third person perspective or do I, in, or do I actually step into my body at that point in time? You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, so, or do so I do first- both? A little bit of both. So first I'd say step into your your body so you're looking through your own eyes. What will you see? What will you hear? What will you feel when you are this um, you know, million when you have this million dollar business that that's running for you? Yeah. And then being able to kind of, you know, notice what you're seeing, what you're hearing, like what makes that really real for you. Mm-hmm. And then after you've kind of gotten that, you can play with like the submodalities of it. So you can kind of like make it bigger, make it brighter, feel the energetics running through your body. Um, you know, are you being able to spend even more time with your family and, uh, do you have team members that are supporting you, like getting really crystal clear on all of that, then pulling yourself out of it. So then you see yourself in the picture. So then now we are kind of like coming out uh, kind of like third person. We see ourselves in there. What, what, what that's then doing is that whole rubber band thing. So look through your own eyes, see your feel, make it real and then pull yourself out, see yourself in it. Gotcha. Okay. And do you do this yourself? Like this process? Yes. Oh, every single day. <laughs> every single day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so so tell me, when do you do it? How do you do it? Like, do you have like 
incense and candles and like crystals all around you? Are you like sucking on a crystal while this is happening? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like I, t- I kid my, I love crystals and people kid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they kid me. I'm like, I just, I just suck on them that way. It's like getting inside me quicker. Um, uh, yeah, no, tell me, what do you do? How do you do it? Yeah. Well, you know what? It's so funny when everybody asked me, asked me this question. Cause I was like, what are your embodiment practices? What are your rituals? Like, what are, you know, what are all the things that you do to kind of get into this space? And like, I mean, I love breath work. I love hypnosis. I love all the things, unconscious minds, um, you know, somatic work, all of that. But it's really like this constant identity shift, like every single day where no matter, you know, what I'm doing, I'm coming into something with the identity of the next, let's just say like the next level version of me. So Mm -hmm. how is she showing up as she comes on to this interview? How is she having a conversation with her partner? How is it that she is feeling into where it is that she desires to go with her business. It's kind of this like constant reframe of my identity because with the unconscious mind, there's something called like the logical levels of change. And the bottom two are environment and behavior, which is why a lot of times if you think of like um, you're starting a new fitness plan or something where people kind of fall off because they're trying to change their environment and they're trying to change their behavior. If you want something to embed into your unconscious, you have to make change at the identity level. So while yes, I have all these beautiful rituals and journal and pull the cards and have all the crystals and do all the things, it's a constant throughout the day of like, how is it that I want to show up for this? How is the multi seven figure version of me you know, showing up in this way? Like, what does that look like? How is she responding? How is she leading? How is she holding space? And then being able to figure that out from that place and constantly like working through that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of what you've just mentioned sounds more psychological than spiritual, but like, am I getting this wrong? Like, you know, or, or is there a spiritual component where you're asking the divine or source or God to help you like slingshot me into the future. And that's the divine part mm-hmm. or cause a lot of it you've just described feels more psychological. Help me, help me understand that. Yeah. So I'd, I'd say definitely is very like um, somatic and very uh, unconscious mind, but there's also that like the spiritual component comes in because I have so much like trust and faith and a surrender that God universe has my back and that is going to support me in that, that I'm not trying to like grasp and control and, uh, you know, oh, kind I, of have that tight grip oh. of where I need to go. Cause I can't, I guess you can like manifest from that place. Like, yes, I mean, it, it works. Right. But I personally, I don't want to have to like grasp and control my way to get there. And so I know that there are, you know, like my, my spirit team and God and universe and everything that I like personally believe in that's supporting me on that. And so the times when it gets tough, it's like, I can lean and know that I'm held and that something bigger is moving me forward. So that's kind of like, for me, where the spiritual component comes in. You say spirit team. That sounds like you've got like a group of high school cheerleaders like behind you going, go, Aaron, go, go. I do. <laughs> For sure. We all do. <laughs> like angelic cheerleaders. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So you believe that we have angelic cheerleaders? Like seriously, I'm just asking a question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi. Like when I, when I call in my spirit team, I, I'm calling in God, universe, angels, archangels, fairies, animals. I'm calling in like deceased loved ones, uh, ascended masters, Reiki masters, like I've got the whole, whole squad that's like coming and supporting me in that. And like, I can, I can even feel when I get into like a healing session, like everybody's there to hold and support me 
And so that's kind of like how I use like the term spirit team. Yeah. That's a fun yeah. term. I love that. Yeah. So, so you know, uh, some of these things I talk to people like about these things all the time because I love it, but I'm from a pastor. I'm a pa- I was a pastor you know, mm-hmm. for 10 years, like my background is Christian, all the stuff you're talking about, Aaron is satanic. Like you are demonic. You're going to hell, all those things. Yep. Um, so, uh, did you come from a Christian background mm-hmm. Grew up in Ohio? You yeah. did. So yeah. you know, you're going to hell. Oh my gosh. You <laughs> help me under, like, what was the shift for you? When did you go? Nope. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to start sucking on crystals. Like what, what point did you start doing that? Yeah, well, honestly, it's not that I I still don't like I infuse it both together rather than looking at it so separate. And okay. I think a lot of the times, like with um, you know, certain religious backgrounds, again, there is a lot of shame and there's a lot of guilt. And yeah. for me, I'm like, that's that's uh, that's not the way that we're we're gonna make change. Like, even if you don't agree with somebody's like uh, spiritual beliefs, if you're shaming them and putting a lot of like guilt into them for what it is that they're thinking or feeling. Like that, that's, that's not cool. And I, I work with a lot of people who, um, you know, come into that and there's so much like, you know, like what you were saying, like very much you're doing this wrong and this, this has to be this way. And we have to follow this a certain way. And I get that there's everybody's beliefs and all of that. But for me, I look at it as like, I can have like the principles of like Christianity that like I love and connect with. And I can bring in this because if God created everything, right, then he created my crystal and my Oracle cards and on all that too. And that's my personal way of like, I love to, you know, still when I go home, like I love to go to church and I can take what feels good in my body and I can blend in like my other perspectives with it. And mm-hmm. that's what works for me. And so for me, it's very much like my thoughts in it are like, take, take what you can and integrate and what feels good for you. What's mm-hmm. a yes in your body. What's a no in your body and release so much of this like shaming that comes mm-hmm. from, a lot of that. When you go to church in Ohio, do you take crystals and put them in your pockets? I feel I always have a crystal like in my pocket and like what? a million in my purse. So yes, there, there, there. I love it. Um, I don't even know what to talk to you about now because this is all so fascinating. Oh, oh, back to the spirit team. Okay, so um, ignorant elementary question, but. W- how do you know that these Reiki masters, like, are you, how, how do, like, what if you're just making all this up? Like, what if there are not archangels and angels and what if there's not Reiki masters and what if your dead relatives are really just dead and in the grave or they're up in heaven somewhere and they're not helping you? Like, how yeah. do you know they're helping you? Why did you like, why do you do that? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's, that's true. Right. Like, do I, do I fully know? But like, for me, I, I feel it. Mm-hmm. It's like an energetic feeling in my body of like, there's, there's people and everything up above that, that is supporting me. And so while yes, we can kind of be like, oh yeah, I'm making all this shit up and all of that. But it's like, nope, I, like, I know, like there's just this knowing and feeling mm-hmm. in my body that I'm supported. And, you know, I ask for, for signs, let's say from my grandma, like that I'm on the right, the right path. I'll ask for like a hummingbird. And then two minutes later, a hummingbird shows up. Like that's some, that's some weird <laughs> signs if there's not actually these things. So it's kind of tapping in, into all of that. Mm-hmm. my thoughts with that. Okay. So back to your book, uh, burnout to breakthrough, who is this book primarily for and what's, you know, what are they going to get out of it? Mm-hmm. Um, so branch breakthrough is really like anybody that's hit burnout, anybody that is, um, I'd say like a female, 
um, or identifies as like a female entrepreneur, especially, but honestly, anybody that's feel like they've had to do so much in life in order to receive a lot of the book is on like receiving energy, really tapping into like that divine feminine, getting into your body, getting out of like this head loop and, and cycle and really coming home to yourself and your needs and uh, celebrating yourself, honoring yourself, seeing yourself for all the magic that you are. So anybody that is honestly just looking to get into their into their body, being able to receive more and love and money and business in all the ways, then this is definitely for them. Mm. And if people want to go deeper and work with you personally, do you have you have coaching programs? Do you have one on one coaching? Help me understand how people can work with you. Yes, I do um, one-to-one coaching. I offer um, also a coaching certification where you can get certified in NLP, hypnosis, life coaching, all of these different um, techniques and modalities. So those are my two main ways that people work with me. But the certification is like, you call it something crazy. I'm looking at quantum ripple effect (laughs) certification. Are you kidding me? (laughs) You had a serious spirit team that day when you named that thing. Wow. Divine download. (laughs) Quantum ripple effect certification. I love that. QREC. Okay. So uh, these, as you called them, figure competitions, Mm -hmm. AKA bikini competitions. Are you still participating in these? Oh no. I stopped that many, many years ago. It was really hard on my body. Um, and it's not something that can be sustained long-term. I had so many different like, uh, metabolism issues and all of that, that definitely contributed to my burnout. So, uh, that's actually part of the story inside of my book is like healing a lot of the body image stuff. Cause I think I personally think that that leads to a lot of burnout when we're so focused on body and all of that. Yeah, that is a huge mm-hmm. issue for um, not only women, but guys, uh, but definitely, you know, women. Um, fascinating. All right. Well, uh, Aaron, I'm really excited to read your book. I'm excited for it to come out. It comes on March 22nd, 2021. And uh, by that, it'll be available by the time this uh, podcast is released and it'll be available on Amazon. People can go find it there. And of course, they can find you on your website, AaronNicoleCoaching.com. Aaron nicolecoaching.com just as it says but you can swipe up on your phone and click the link and boom there's all kinds of free stuff on your website too and uh it's just great to meet you i love your vibe i love your dogs in the background how many dogs do you have i have two golden doodles they're passed out (laughs) you thank you it's great to meet you thank you so much you too thank you so much for having me i appreciate it Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor, share it with a friend, take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Inspo Text. That's our daily inspirational text messages. Just text me right now at 949-401-6090. That's 949-401-6090. Just say, hey, Dave, what's up? You'll get an automated reply with a link where you can add yourself as a contact. 
And of course, you can always unsubscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved. Not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity. Mm -hmm.